feel yourself sinking into your own weight, whether it be on your feet if you're standing up, whether it be on your seat if you're sitting down, or kind of distribute it along your body as you are laying down itself. I want you to feel that weight and think about the momentum it can carry if you're ever in a mosh pit. And that energy can carry you through as we listen to this current episode of The Metalhead. Welcome, everybody. I am one of your co-hosts, Michael Michelle. And I am Grace, the other one. <laughs> the other one. Uh, we've got a little bit of a star-packed uh, episode here for, for everybody. Um, kind of leading us into a story that we were talking about our, on our last episode in terms of... Um, the new Foo, the new Foo Fighter album. Um, and we were t kind of talking about who could be behind the kit. And there's whispers. Looks like there's whispers of uh, the Darkness drummer, perhaps, being being the drummer. Yeah, I mean, that would be cool. That would be cool. So when uh, the Foo Fighters did their shows last year in uh, memory of Taylor Hawkins, Rufus Hound, Rufus mm -hmm. Hound. Sorry, Rufus Hound is a British comedian, and I, my brain <laughs> just, like, puts all the Rufuses in this one little corner. I'm like... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, the Rufus can. Yeah, the Rufus corner. Uh, we're going to take a different Rufus out of this <laughs> corner. We're going to take Rufus Taylor out of this corner. Um, mm -hmm. He was one of the drummers that was standing in as part of the assortment yeah. of star-studded drummers um, helping out the Foo Fighters mm -hmm. on that date. On those two dates, sorry. There was one in London and one in L.A. And uh, <laughs> it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I didn't see this, you know, I could see this ending up that way. Yeah. And this goes to show some of my ignorance within the musical landscapes. I didn't realize that Rufus Taylor was the son of Roger Taylor uh, from Queen. Oh, rookie mistake. Um, rookie mistake. I know. I know. You're going to take my reviewer card away from me because of that. Yeah. Um, yeah I'll, well, it's already been but, taken uh, away. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I, I feel like this could be a good fit for the foo i mean i i enjoy the darkness you know it's they, they've got some really fun fun tracks and i feel like you can bring that fun atmosphere into uh into foo um and i just hope that fans don't see this as like a replacement because i don't think you can ever you can never replace taylor yeah, um yeah. you know you can never replace him so i you know he's just going to kind of do his best it's kind of like when mike portnoy stepped into uh avenge sevenfold you know um, i hate to bring up that comparison Ooh. but again it, it's not a replacement it's it's a move forward um yeah yeah no that's um that's kind of what, what it could be i i I'm still, I would be surprised if they announced, like, hey, this person's joining us as a full-time member. I, like, mm -hmm. I'm still of suspicions in my brain that, like, they'll do an Ozzy Osbourne and get a bunch of different drummers to play on the record. Because obviously they've got the record mm -hmm. coming out. Mm -hmm. Or it'll just all be David Grohl on the record. And then live they'll have, yeah. maybe Rufus comes out on tour. Or maybe they have a couple of drummers mm -hmm. going back and forth make it a bit more star-studded yeah. but um mm -hmm. I'd, I'd really be surprised if they announced hey here's the next official member here's the next drummer of the foo fighters 
100%. They are uh-huh. a official. They are a fighter. They are one of the foos. <laughs> I'd, <laughs> I'd be a bit surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think moving forward, they would pull like uh, Phil Collins' Genesis. You know, you got the studio drummer mm. um, and then you have the touring drummer. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would kind of be shocked as well if they actually announced, hey, this is a uh, the new foo that's coming in. Mm. Shocking, shocking so. stuff. Shocking, shocking stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of shocking stuff, um, there's um, a study that came out that I saw um, recently this week of um, how people see themselves based on the type of music that they listen to, or at least kind of like a little bit of a correlation. Um, you know, fans of certain bands and their, how how good they feel about themselves. And metal acts generally have the highest rate of uh, body positive in it, images, um, which is very interesting. Um, you know, the study goes on to say that like fans of Metallica, Tool, Finger 5 Death Punch, Nirvana, Avenged Sevenfold are those with like the most amount of self-confidence, which I don't know about you, but there's always like this stigma about these kind of like grungy metal bands and, you know, kind of like individuals that maybe don't necessarily have that, but I've never actually encountered that in the real world. I've always found that for the most part, those who listen to metal music generally tend to have the best type of like body imaging and um, relationships with that. I think maybe it's part of like the genre of like music that's created. I don't know. Like, are you gonna be listening to Ollie Murs and like feel great? Like it's it, you know, or like um, Ed Sheeran. I was thinking of Ed Sheeran, and then I came up with mm-hmm. his with his with his B tier brother Ollie Murs. <laughs> like though, like I don't know. It's quite like. It sounds harsh, but yeah, it's a bit soppy. It's a little bit, yeah, it's just a little mm-hmm, bit mm-hmm. not particularly energetic. You know, it's very chill. It's very laid back. It doesn't get that dopamine running. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like yeah. heavy metal, like especially like speed metal stuff going at like 108 BPM, you know, mm-hmm. thrash metal, the super, the super like <laughs> zip zap soup metal. That's going to get, mm-hmm. that's going to get your endorphins going. You're going to be, you're going to be moving around, right? Um, particularly yeah. in the mosh yeah. pit, and as you know, maybe there's something in that. You know, like uh, supposedly, mm-hmm. I'm not an active person. You know, I like to sit on my mu- sit on my bum a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, some people like to mm-hmm. go out for mm-hmm. running or to the gym. Yeah, and they, uh, you know, they get those yeah. endorphins from that. Maybe that's a similar thing. It kind of is kind of like blood pressure raising songs, where it like gives you this sort of that's natural true. high. I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying words. <laughs> just spitballing here well it is it is true like um you know i love a good sit you know i i can sit for hours um but um i feel like when i do my mental health walks um those are more of like an ener- um like a mellower kind of a you know very symphonic kind of music but when i'm at the gym that one's you know a little bit more energetic that's the the real pounding ones you know that's the the doom metal the speed metal the death metal um that's when i that's when i shine so yeah maybe there's something to say about that um 
Maybe. I also wonder if there's, yeah, I also wonder if there's some kind of like self-actualization with a lot of these kind of bands, um, specifically around metal, like those who know what they want rather than just listening to whatever's on the top 40. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for, for a lot of these bands, especially later on in their careers, like obviously we all know Metallica, Tool, and Nirvana, but like, you know, I'm thinking of some of those smaller ones, like uh, the study mentions A Day to Remember, Bring Me the Horizon, and Motionless and White. You're not you're not necessarily going to find those on the top 40s, even within like yeah, more heavy yeah, you, sides of things. You've got to go out of your way. Although saying that, Enter Shikari uh-huh. have, uh, have done very well on the on the UK charts <laughs> this week. I, uh, I think they're, they're either true. second, second or first or something. I, I've got a friend that's an Ed Shikari super fan. And she's like, okay, look, how, look how high up they are in the charts. I'm like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool, good for them. Maybe I that's should great. listen to them sometime. Yeah, that's great. I'm really sorry for not listening to mm-hmm. them yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I wonder if that has anything to do with it. Um, the, the, the last thing that... Um, was really interesting that I found with this study was that uh, 37% of people agree that music has helped them with body, like develop body positivity. Uh, and 28% think that music videos have a negative impact on their body image. And I, I feel as though that might be a little bit outside of the scope of this particular podcast, but um, I know for myself, uh, music has definitely helped me um, just within my own mental health and within my own like relationship with my body. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that that's a very interesting kind of take on that. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I guess, I guess there is that whole like idea of that kind of Instagram model kind of culture where you're getting fed this like perfection of a mm-hmm. of a human being in front of you that's passed a uh, hundred and one filters and had bits photoshopped mm-hmm. out and moved around and shuffled and tightened up and all of this kind of stuff right yeah is that i i mean so i can see why like like all oh, the music videos like aren't helping me as much because it is that mm-hmm. like super produced but i mean it's it's it, it's one of those things that it's like yeah you got to understand that like the music video is like so much goes into that to make these Mm -hmm. these people look as perfect as possible because it's it's a movie right it's not a couple mates going down the pub you know i i'm sure as anything that james hetfield looks nothing like he does on stage than he does (laughs) when he's you know Mm -hmm. uh, denny's having his having his hash browns at six in the morning you know yeah there's um yeah yeah. You always got to bear that in mind with those things, right? They're, they're, the music videos are like windows into perfection, whereas I guess the music kind of is mm-hmm. an obscification of that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a, a distortion, you know? Um, and I think, you know, I'm thinking about the music videos that I love. You know, I'm thinking of the Tool music videos. Um, you know, I'm thinking of... Um, you know, those more experimental things like I don't know if Peter Gabriel Sledgehammer, for example, really played around with, you know, my body image uh, in claymation. Um, but yeah, it's it's a distortion of because like 
yeah, there's there's so much going on in order to make it look perfect. And that's not really what those people look like on a day to day basis. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, that's yeah, that's, um, a wider, that's a that's a big topic. That's, <laughs> that's a big topic. Yeah. It's a, yeah, I saw I saw the plate. Uh, I saw the meal. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to nibble a little bit. Oh, that's a lot. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's move on. But yeah, as it turns um, out, metalheads feel pretty good about themselves, which is kind of wholesome. We feel pretty good. It's kind of yeah. wholesome. It's good. I love take this. Away, I take love away this. Uh, honestly. The way. Yeah. The uh, the metalheads are. <laughs> yeah, honestly, metalheads are some of the most wholesome people I've ever met. Um, we, we're great. Um uh, unfortunately, moving on to something that's uh, not quite as wholesome, um, moving into our weekly feature of Festival Watch, um, we're, we're talking about Bamboozle, um, which should have started this weekend. Um, and unfortunately, it's being canceled. As I say, Bamboozled was Bamboozled. Oh, thank God. I'm um, so glad you said it. I was, it was right there. It was right there on the platter. <laughs> I was just like, you've got to say it. Say it. Uh, you know, it's the easiest uh, lineup shot yeah. uh, that I could have ever taken. Bamboozled. Um, what happened? Yeah, it was Bamboozled. What went wrong? Um, I, well, that's the thing. Um, the festival organizers have said, after extensive discussions, we have made the heartbreaking decision to cancel Bamboozle 2023. Uh, an incredible amount of time, dedication, passion, and hard work has in, was invested into making this comeback a success. We appreciate everybody who supported it. Uh, refunds should be include like should be requested at the point of purchase. Um, but honestly, I think that's that was all that. I could find from this one article. Um, now, some people say that it could have been a little bit of a controversy leading up to the show. Um, they, you know, they say that the promoters overpromised to sell the tickets uh, mm. and that um, there was some cyberbullying uh, between the Bamboozle founder, um, which. Not great. Oh. Not great. I think. Honestly, I think. Yeah, I think it was a, a a combination of very poor PR, not selling enough tickets, um, to make it profitable, especially for some of the headlining acts, like some of the 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 lineup. Um, Limbiscuit was planned to be on there. Bad Omens, Papa Roach, um, you know, a lot of that really fun new metal acts, um, and I mean. You, they got to get paid and if the people aren't there to pay them um that and you know some of the behind the scenes stuff that i'm sure we're not all that privy to but uh yeah I, i'm never here for any kind of bullying so yeah if the founder of this whole thing was yeah i guess cyberbullying whenever anybody was complaining I, I think it kind of this might sound harsh but deserved to fail you know yeah yeah, um, yeah. Well, it reminds me there's um, another festival, Dominion Festival in the UK, that's uh, oh. also faced faced their Dominion, um, their fate. Oh no! And uh, they they've they've turned <laughs> themselves down as well, and then cancelled and pulled the plug. So a hundred grand in the hole. Uh, Oof. After less than five percent of tickets got sold. Ooh. Uh, so yeah, very. That's not good. Very very spicy. Very spicy one. Not, yeah. not, a, not a good time to it's, mismanage a, a festival on that scale. No. 
you know, you, you can end up losing a lot of money very quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And it's, like, I feel like, I mean, there's so many festivals going on right now that we literally have a segment on our show um, specifically for festivals. Yeah, you got to make sure you're managing it properly because you got a lot of competition. So, and this one was supposed to kick off the summer. So, well, that explains the weather. Let's hope. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you, but um, um, where I'm at in Ontario, it is cold. It is. I don't know what's going on. It is not summer yet. It's not. It doesn't even feel like spring. So I, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. And yet I've got friends in Alberta that are having heat waves, like heat wave warnings where they're evacuating certain parts oh, of cities. Well, yeah, so good for them. Oh boy. Let's, let's talk about our, uh, our album review. Um, we had a couple lined up, but I think um, one in particular that I'm very excited to talk about. Um, yeah. And who are they? Who are and, they called? Uh, um, well, they like to go by D H G, oh, yeah. but I believe they're pronounced. I know I took I took the bunt, but I'm gonna actually try it. You know, set me up for the the second there pitch. I think it's Dodheimsgard. Dodheimsgard. I, I think it's that's that. the. I think that's the like Americanism, like that's the. Uh, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yo, so absolutely. To, I'm probably butchering according it. According to Google Translate, because there's you got a little you got one of those O's with a little cross in it immediately my brain just latches <laughs> onto that and i'm just like ah norwegian <laughs> i don't speak norwegian so according right. to google translate text to speech you've got more of a like Dorheimsgar. so like you're kind of missing um, some of the the d's when you're when you're running through that um yeah that album name, which it's is like it's it's like yeah it's like um when i speak with a lot of my french canadian friends they drop H's on words that have a lot of H's, but then put H's into words that don't have it. So, like, there's a zero sum of H, mm -hmm. but it's just a, a movement of them. And I feel like that's kind of what's going on with here. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. so we're talking about their latest album of Black Medium Current. And I believe for both of us, this is a new, a new band, because I haven't heard of DHG before. No, not on my radar. Um, I had a friend of mine recommend them to me as well a few weeks ago. I was like, oh, this album's going to be a good one. I was like, who? Yeah. And here we are. Yeah, I was in the same boat. Uh, a friend of mine who I respect uh, for their taste in metal was like, this is the best metal album so far this year. You got to check them out. Um, so, I mean, we got two pretty big glowing reviews. Um, what did you think about this guy? I enjoyed it. It's very like okay. it's very epic. Like there's really uh -huh. there's really a journey happening through the whole sort of album. It's just like mm -hmm. it's really hard to pick out particular bits. I liked like the little snippets of like synth wavy sections where there's like some dark synth wave like popping in, especially at the end of the the first track. It smelter. It smelter. It smelter. I don't know. I can do I can do a <laughs> half assed Swedish accent. But um, <laughs> definitely not a uh, not a Norwegian one. I don't know any Norwegians. Um, <laughs> yeah, I really love that. Um, just this like weird blend of like yeah throughput of these big like atmospheric sections going into the sort of more death metally sections and then coming back <coughs> into the sneezing sections. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> 
coming back into the yeah like the the synth wavy stuff and it's just like what was going on there's always like a bit of folk yeah. as well and it's just like whoa there's a lot to unpack and it's good yeah. it's just like it's a nice journey album where there's nothing in particular that stood out like there wasn't any one song where i was like oh yeah summer banger 2023 play that at the pool party <laughs> you know like you're not gonna find that here but what you're gonna yeah. find is like you know it's late at night everyone's gone to sleep Again, sit on the porch, you light up mm -hmm. a cigar, and you, you put on Dodd Hermsgard, mm -hmm. and you just sit there in utter bliss for a, an hour and ten minutes and just go, yeah, this is an epic journey. And that's, mm -hmm. that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah, I felt pretty much the exact same. Um, outside of that first track that had that epic ending uh, with that kind of new wave kind of sound yeah. within the synth, um, there wasn't any particular moment that really, really stood out for me. Um, it reminded me of this style of metal music that um, like a lot of black metal artists are using. Um, that's kind of combining this really aggressive, relentless blast beats with mm. some kind of softer side of things so i think you touched it perfectly in that like the blend that they're doing with this is like a dark synth wave where i've heard it as like a a post-rock or a post-punk kind of a sound um it's kind of reminded me of a band that i fell in love with back in 2021 called dune uh but dune instead of a u it's a v um oh and they have a tr yeah um, yeah i know those guys yeah 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 yeah, their their album of Etmen uh, Enka, I think is how you pronounce it, was my favorite album of 2021. Yes, um, yeah, I, I like that album actually. Yeah. I gave that a couple of spins. I was I almost almost <laughs> saw them a couple of weeks ago, but it was right oh. nested in the middle of a big long line of just busy. Oh. And I just yeah. I was just like yeah. I I can't do another concert this week. I'm already doing like four. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah, uh, un unlike Dune, though, which had like each track had this moment of brilliance that I just I could not stop loving. Um, this one is just a really, really nice journey from start to finish without too many like big highlights. Um, yeah, I, I love your analogy of like late at night, everybody else has gone to sleep. You're not quite ready for bed yet. So you just kind of take some time for yourself. Um, it kind of has that that really nice flow to it. Um, I can see there's a, a huge audience for this album and I can see how this album would be a lot of people's favorite album of the year. I would put it within like the top 10 currently. I don't know if I would go oh, wow. quite as, I yeah. I haven't got started uh, on been a list or anything. I'm so, I feel so <laughs> behind on new releases this year. Um, just, just like, yeah, kind of like back of the map in math on this. I would put it like so far within the top 10 of albums that have been released yeah. so far. I mean, it is awesome. Um, like it's, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, I have to give another special shout out yeah. to the track Voyager. Um, mm -hmm. I felt like that latched onto my brain because I'm a classically trained pianist. And I was like, oh, a little mm -hmm. bit of a piano break. Hello. And my brain immediately was like, oh, yeah, this like reminds me of Flesh God Apocalypse where they typically they've definitely done it on at least three albums. I think it might be every album. There is one sort of like two or three minute just beautifully composed sort of romantic era style piano solo piece. 
and they're always gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got sheet music for a couple of them. I've tried playing them. They're just gorgeous little moments. Um, in these albums, I think there's one. Yeah, there's one that closes King. There's one on Agony, and they're just mm-hmm. oh, so gorgeous. And this, this like reminded me of that. It's just like this another little gorgeous, just like piano moment, and I'm just like, oh, it's blissful. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. It's very spooky yeah. and cold. It's not. It's not warm, <laughs> you know. It's just like mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable. There's some really interesting harmonies. Yeah, I love him. I really like that one. Really yeah. like it. Yeah, and it comes in and like it's not. It's the shortest track. It's like barely two minutes. Yeah, yeah it's just a little. Um, here you go. Just like a little. There you go. Just <laughs> right in the middle. Have fun just with like it. Like halfway through. Right in the middle. Intermission. That's when you go and get your, <laughs> your snacks. That's why you go and get a second cigar or when you for the porch. Maybe you're grabbing a blanket, <laughs> some popcorn to finish off the uh, the second yep. half. Because it is a long one. Half. It is a long a long album. You know. It is. Hour ten minutes just about. Yeah. Yeah. It and what i what i will say is like it feels its length but it doesn't overstay its welcome you know there's a lot of metal tracks and metal albums out there that you know start to push up against the hour and 15 an hour and 20 minutes and you're just like oh god i don't have the time to invest in this yeah um but you know this it feels its length but it's not i wouldn't say it's like too long you know i would say that it, it it's okay being the length that it is yeah but um yeah, sure. it's a bit of an investment. Yeah. So that's two recommendations, I think, for this. Yes. Yeah, um, I think so. I think so. Go. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, go and check it out. Um, yeah. Go and check it out. Um, so let's talk about some upcoming and recent concerts. Um, now that we're getting, you know, pretty into the the year, um, I'm going to my second concert of the year uh, with uh, <laughs> Haken sure. and Arch Echo. I know, I know. Um, this is what happens when I move out of the city. Um, I think next week I'm going so, to my twentieth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm pretty excited about Haken and Arch Echo. Um, mm. I'm taking a friend that's only heard like one album from Haken, and I've never heard of Arch Echo, but I hear that you know they're very genty, they're very like beto- um, animals as leaders kind of feel. So cool. yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about that. Boat. I'd love to. You know, I wouldn't be against uh, having them explore my ears through the medium of uh, mm-hmm. on a live stage, but um, yeah, I'm not in. I'm not in the states at the moment. <laughs> and I'm already. I'm, I'm seeing yeah. Haken enough this year. I think it's three times. Oh, true. So I think that's that's enough. Yeah. Yeah, and we were talking about this uh, before we started recording. Like, uh, this is going to be the first time I've seen them headlining in a while because the last two times I saw them, they were a support band. Uh, mm. The last time I saw them last year, uh, they were opening up for Symphony X, and the time before that, they were opening up for Devin Townsend. Yeah. So, so in twenty, yeah. so for me, like in twenty nineteen, I caught their Vector tour twice. Uh, I caught two of those shows. Mm-hmm. But then after that, there was the support for Devin Townsend later in the year, which I also caught two of those mm-hmm. shows. Amazing, insane mm-hmm. evenings. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's a string of like one, two, three, four, five, six, six Haken shows in a row where they're not like the proper actual headline act. Um, mm-hmm. Like I saw them last year at Radar Festival and they were headlining Radar, but it's not really a headline show because it's not, you know, you only get like 90 minutes. It's not like a big, long, proper mm-hmm. set just like there's still a little flavor um 
So yeah. I'm hoping they do a good, yeah. good headline tour. Nice chunky two-hour set at some point. Get out all the big boys. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping to as well. I've heard whispers that they do the, um, the ending suite from their virus. Um, yeah. The Messiah Complex. Yeah. Uh, which I would, I'm pretty excited for. Um, I, in my opinion, that's the best part of the album. So. Yeah. So they pretty, they did they did do that on the that. on the Europe tour. So I guess it's uh under their fingers if they choose to do it because it's starting as we're recording this tonight so we don't know the service yet yeah. you'll see them in like two days time That's so true. it's very very soon we will, yeah. we will be finding out what they've, yeah. uh, when, what they've chosen to do when this when this episode drops will be the day that i see them so pretty excited Ooh. about that um i know but um i'm excited because you you went to prognosis yeah so this is almost off brand right this is uh taking away from the metal brand and going <laughs> stealing it back into the world of, of prog nonsense right but that is i think that's where yeah I'm eventually this this podcast will just be a yeah, prog the, the, podcast the, the, the at prog some point end. you know yeah, yeah. um so yeah I, I went to prognosis um i did originally have a ticket and then um it ended up i ended up working with um a couple of the bands there as crew uh so mm -hmm. that like kind of changed how um i enjoyed that weekend uh, uh -huh, <laughs> very much because uh -huh, it uh -huh. you know it was going to be oh yeah fun see some mates have a laugh you know whatever that's like no business time you need all your equipment you need to all this <laughs> all this stuff you gotta move equipment around you gotta be at sound checks um so yeah uh -huh. a little bit more stressful but um, mm -hmm. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. So we had two headliners. Yeah. We had Hawkwind yeah, headlining, which was fun. Um, okay. yeah. I called most of their set, maybe like half, because uh, I had uh -huh. some work to finish off. Because I was uh, yeah. working with the headlining band on the second stage in the morning. So I was finishing up with them before okay. then being able to get some Hawkwind in, in my veins. Uh, and then Riverside right. was the other headliner. And yeah, I know I had a I had a blast. Lots of bands on the metal side. We had Soon, um, who did more of a oh, I love Soon special set where they had um, a little string orchestra and they kind of toned down the vibe, so it was a bit hmm. less like intense and a bit more okay. accessible to the prog rock audience that this festival was kind of aiming at. Sure. But then there was also Voivod, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. And there was also Ithaca. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah, some other bands, and yeah, it was just, yeah, it was a lot, but it was, uh, yeah, it was a busy, busy weekend. Who are the ones I'm thinking of? I'm trying to mm. find like a full lineup. Sylvain, that was one of the other bands, like a heavy, heavy band that, um, that played. But yeah, first of all, um, mm. and. Yeah, it led me into picking up a few albums as well. So at the actual festival, I picked uh -huh. up an Ithaca record, They Fear Us. Uh -huh. um, and then I have been a bit shit at like getting my ears into new music lately. So I've actually done a little little bit of a haul. I went to my local HMV, which originally was super conglomerate oh. uh, record store, big record store, you know, good, then support them, support your local one. Well, now HMV is the local record <laughs> store because they've diminished so I was, much. <laughs> I was gonna say there's no HMV because HMV in Canada used to be like one of the big ones, and then mm. I think the only one we have left is 
Sunrise, but those are all like locally owned by whoever had the store when basically Sunrise pulled out. Yeah. Um, now it's all just local local record stores. Yeah. So yeah, put yeah. Winsway V and I picked up a couple of other records from that weekend. I picked up some Riverside, mm-hmm. Ideal Entity. I have heard this album before and it's spun it a couple of times, but I just I was like, you know what, I really enjoyed it. Let's let's pick it up. Um I also mm-hmm. picked up Rosie Cunningham's two piece puzzle. There is some record of hers. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a Love Rosie Cunningham. Yeah, super, super fun live. Like just really chill, really yeah. fun. And I was like, you know what, I want some of that energy in my day to day life. Um, I picked up Metallica's 72 Seasons because I was like, you know what? Add, add it up to the collection. You know, let's... Um, <laughs> I've got most of the other Metallica yep. albums. I was, I was working out ones I, miss, I was missing um, earlier. Like, yeah. I've not got Kill 'Em All. I've, got not, I've not got Load or Reload. Um, mm-hmm. I've, Do you have the masterpiece that is Lulu? No, I don't have Lulu. Uh, I don't have Sephanda <gasps> either. I think those are the ones I don't have. Oh, man. I have the rest of them, though. And now okay. I have so you're missing the good ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, basically, right. Um, I picked up a king, a king, uh, a king gizzard album, not a gone infinity, because I saw them recently. Oh, that's and I was a good like, one. Yeah, I kind of want to pick up. Yeah. There's, there's other ones that I, I liked more, but that was that was what was in the shop, and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that one. And it's a good yeah. one. It's a great one. Uh, I also picked up Herbie Hancock's Sextant album. So totally. Oh, that's a good off, one. Off, off the wall for the rest of the. Uh, oh, the rest that of the one's week. so good though. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's like a little bit more funky than some of his other yeah. stuff. Like you can see where Daft Punk and whatnot are getting their influences from. But oh, love that yeah. one. Yeah, awesome. Well, I'll, I'll look forward to that even more then. And uh, yeah, last but not least, <laughs> I got a California Sun by Morrissey. Oh, the only one that I'm not as familiar with of all the all the bunch. Yeah, um, so I'm yeah. I just thought it was an important album to have. Oh, absolutely. No, I love these little show and tells. Maybe we'll um, we'll revisit it because, uh, as you know, I'm going to Toronto this weekend, and mm. I'm allowing myself one record store. One. So okay. we'll see. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Just one. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see if i can time. stick to it i have this is this is a buddy system this is a buddy uh-huh. system so she's going to keep me honest uh-huh. um but we'll see we'll see yeah, as we all know it, like 10, 10 uh, minutes in, the, in one record store <laughs> it's like supermarket sweep get all the records that you want really quickly and then that's it that's right that's right yeah yeah it's like oh i only went to one and i'm carrying 10 pounds of records <laughs> it's i only went to the one i only went to the one Oh boy. Um, well, I th- I think on that note we'll we'll bring this this episode to a close. Um, I hope everybody was uh, enjoyed this one. I hope everybody's having some good music in their ears. Um, thank you guys for joining along. Um, you know, uh, joining us on this fun little adventure. Uh, Grace, is there anything you want to leave the listener with this this episode? Uh, hopefully, some nicer weather honestly yeah. i hope i hope that that manifests i'm supposed to be going to a wedding this weekend mm-hmm. and it's looking like it's going to be raining uh, so that's not good oh um i'm not the one getting married good. thankfully at least i hope not <laughs> that's, that's not the plan who knows we'll see what happens <laughs> yeah it's it's a surprise yeah. wedding you know it's like a surprise birthday but yeah. it's a surprise I, i'm getting married to someone that i don't know yet 
Uh, oh, hey, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Um, so hopefully some nicer ones. So, <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. Um, thank you to, um, yes, for you for spreading the word out. We're getting a little bit of traction lately, so that's that's great. Uh, thank you to Grace for doing the music. Hey, that's um, me. Yeah, that's you. Um, if you want to connect with us, you know, we've got our social media. We've got our, we've got our Twitter, our Instagram. You, you can find us. It's all at Metalhead Pod. And, uh, if you want to send any, uh, fan letters, any comments, um, you can email us, themetalheadpod at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, just take care of yourself. Have a, have a, give, give a good heavy metal record a spin. Um, so yeah, Scott. we'll close off what that dumb time's got. Give it a spin. That's what you should. That's what you should give it a spin. Uh, so until next week, just remember, if they go down into the pit, be sure to pick them up. Mm-hmm.